You're listening to the Course Creation Bites podcast, bite-sized lessons for busy business owners creating, launching, and selling their own course. Each week, you'll get short, practical lessons that focus on one part of your online course creation journey and an easy action step to go away and implement. Here's your host, Sam Winch, the course creator, not the lunchtime food. Let's get started. Hi, I'm Sam Winch, the course creator, not the lunchtime food, and welcome to the wrap up of season two. Yes, we are at the end of the second season of Course Creation Bites. And I'll be honest, at the beginning of season one, I didn't know there'd even be a season two. So the fact we're at the end of season two is pretty cool. What I want to do in this episode is share a couple of my favorites from the season that was and say a couple of big thank yous. But I also want to give you a sneaky insight into what's coming in season three. And I'm going to be shifting it up a little bit. We're changing the way that we're doing some of these things. And I'm going to be talking to you about some different things. So hold on for a second while we talk about that. So firstly, some of my favorites. We did some really interesting discussions through this season of Course Creation Bites. I have a couple of personal favorites and probably the biggest favorite was episode six of season two, where we answered the question, can you have too much support in your course? And part of the reason that I love this one is because I think I went into thinking about this episode with one idea, which was, no, you can have to have too much support. That's not possible. And I came out of the research and the planning for that episode with the opposite idea, which is actually probably, I think you can have too much support. And I'll be honest, that surprised me, but I try to stay open-minded about most things, especially when it comes to course creation. I don't believe that there is one right way or one right answer. I don't even believe that I am the only way or the only answer. So it was really interesting to see that I managed to change my own mind during the writing and the planning and the research for that episode. And I thought that was kind of cool. So if you haven't had a listen to season two, episode six about uh, course support, go back and have a listen. It's worthwhile. Um, Obviously, spoiler alert, I've just told you the outcome of the episode, but you'll see why. I think actually it probably is possible to have too many support mechanisms in your course and the reasoning behind that. So yeah, worth going and have a listen to. The other one that I really enjoyed doing actually was episode seven of season two, which was do completion rates matter? And I see a huge discussion about this on the internet all over the place. Even yesterday in my Facebook ads, there was someone going online courses have, you know, notoriously low completion rates. So don't build an online course, create an app. Um, And that was their selling point for why you should go away and create an app instead, because courses are useless because no one finishes them. And so part of what we discussed in episode seven was why course completion rates can be a warning sign, but they're not the be all and end all. And you can have great results from your program and your course without having high completion rates. And completion rates don't always tell a full story for whether your content is working and whether people are getting results. Um, A completion rate is a really arbitrary measurement. It's definitely one of the things you can look at, but I've never known a course ever to get a hundred percent completion rate, not a university program, not a high school, right? Even when you went to high school, did a hundred percent of the students who started out in that high school finish that high school? No, like, even high school doesn't have a hundred percent completion rate. So that was a really interesting one as well. Um, it's worth going back and having a listen to that's episode seven of season two, where we talked about do completion rates really matter? And what I shared with you in that episode is the kind of things you can look at instead of completion rates to know if your course is working. So that one was really interesting to have a think about and worth going back and having a look at. There are a couple of thank yous that I want to do for this season as well. So this season, 
I was going to say this season I started with some guest episodes, but it's not true. I had a couple at the end of season one, but this was really the season where I reached out and asked some of the amazing people that I know if they'd come and give some of their time to Course Creation Bites. And I'm so thankful that they did, partly because if you haven't noticed, it's a little bit different when I have a guest episode. I don't interview them. I don't just ask them some questions and they just jump on Zoom and answer them. Like I ask them to create their own episode and that's a big ask. And I have had some people I reached out to turn me down for that reason, which is completely understandable. So I want to say a huge, huge thank you to Mel Daniels, Bianca McKenzie, Emma Houston, and Jen Donovan, all of who gave up their time to create guest episodes for this season of Course Creation Bites. And, um, you know, it was, it was great to have them on board. They talked about things like marketing. They talked about Facebook ads. They talked about lead generation, and they talked about the legal components of running an online course. And I'm so thankful to know people who know good things like that, because obviously my zone of expertise is content management and how to make a great learning experience and all those things you need to think about for course creation. But I'm not, I don't know everything when it comes to online business. And I'm always open to reaching out to experts and asking people who know more than I do. And there are plenty of people out there who know more than I do. Um, Many of those people have their own podcasts. So if you haven't done so already, it's worth going and having a listen to. One of my favorites, especially is Jen Donovan has a podcast called Small Business Made Simple. I've been on her podcast as well. So (laughs) go and have a listen to my episode, but have a listen in general. She talks about a whole range of things when it comes to running a small business from social media marketing to planning and organizing to entering awards and, and all the rest of the things in between. So it's well worth a listen. Now, I did say I'd give you a sneak peek into next season. So let's have a quick chat about season three. I'm going to be taking a couple of weeks off if you're listening to this live. Uh, it'll be probably at least two weeks, maybe three weeks before season three comes around. And part of that is because we I'm changing up some of the way that I'm doing things for season three. So I want you guys to have access to what is most current when it comes to course creation. And the industry is always changing. Things are shifting. The way we approach things is changing. And not just from a technical point of view in terms of platforms and things, but from a theory point of view behind content creation and course creation, things in the industry change. E-learning is still fairly new really really we've only been putting learning online for um you know a couple of decades I guess and so the way we approach that and the theory behind that is still shifting and I want you to know what's working now not what people were doing 10 years ago or what universities were doing 20 years ago like I want to talk about what's working now so in the next season of Course Creation Bites, I'm going to be starting to share with you some examples of people who've written courses, courses that are for sale out in the marketplace now. And I want to share with you what they've done well and what makes their course great. So some of these will be past clients who I've helped build their courses. And part of the reason for that is because I've seen the insights. So I know what's going on. I know what they do. Um, And some of these will just be courses and people that I admire. Maybe it's courses that I've taken in the past, or maybe it's ones that I've heard really good things about and I've reached out to ask them some more questions. But I want to be able to share with you what's working. And so with these examples, and there'll be a whole range of different examples, some corporate, some small business, some marketing, some sales, I want to share with you what they're doing. So for example, maybe they're doing something different when it comes to course support. Maybe they're doing something different in the way they present their content information. And I want to share those things with you so you can see what different people are doing in different industries and what's working and why it's working. 
The other thing I want to introduce for season three is sort of live course review. So um, I offer a service for course review and I've done this for dozens of clients in the past where I go through their program from beginning to end and do a complete review. And what I do is create them an action report, which shows them things they could improve upon, things they could change and things they could do differently next time. And I look at things like what makes good content, what makes good user experience, what makes good learning engagement, what makes good support. And I give them advice on things that they can shift and change around that. But what I want to do with you, and it will be, of course, with the permission of the person whose course it is, is start to share some of the findings of those with you as well. And so, and this is um, open to you guys. So what I want to do then is offer a couple of course reviews for free. In exchange, I'll be sharing the findings of your review here on the podcast. Now, you will have the opportunity to remain anonymous. So if you don't want me to name the course and name the program, that's completely fine. I'll share my feedback without being too specific about who you are or what your program is. If you want me to name you and your program on the podcast, um, I'm happy to do that too in exchange because you've given yourself and the inside of your course for me to have a look at. So the best way to participate in this, if you want me to review your program and to share my findings on one of the episodes of the podcast next season, is to reach out via DM on Facebook or Instagram or to go to my website, which is samwinch.com.au and use the contact form to hit me up there. Now, obviously the numbers will be limited. I cannot take everyone. Um, I, I just physically can't, but I will be probably picking three or four for next season where I will do a small course review for you. And in exchange, you will have some of your results shared on the podcast. So if that is something that interests you, please reach out and I'll give you some more details. The other thing that we're going to be looking at specifically next season is strategy. And I want to share some of the things that I've seen working in the industry really, really well. We will look again also at sales and marketing because course creation is incredibly powerful, but what's the point of having a course if no one buys it and it doesn't sell? So a small part of what we'll be doing is sales and strategy based as well. And I think it's an important aspect of building a course. It needs to reach the right people. People need to use it. And if they're not using it, well, what's the point? Now, at the end of episode, I share an action step because you cannot build a course simply by listening to me talk about courses. You have to go away and do something. And so today, this is over to you, honestly. Only you know where you are at when it comes to your course creation journey. And so I want you to take a moment to reflect on where you're at and to think about what comes next. I'd also love, and this is your action step, if you are willing to do so, either reach out and say hi via um, social media or via the website and tell me what you thought about this season and what you'd love to see coming up in future seasons. I'm open to input from you guys. I want to make sure that I'm talking about the aspects of course creation that are most relevant to you and that you find most interesting. And I'm completely open to the kind of things you want to know about. So hit me up on social media or via the website. There aren't a lot of sandwiches around. If you Google sandwich, I am sure you'll find me. Um, Come and have a chat and tell me what you've loved and what you'd like to see more of because I really appreciate your input. Okay, it's time for all of those podcasty bits. If you've loved this episode, share it with your friends or just tell random people about it. Stop them in the street. Okay, don't stop them in the street. But please do share it with your friends, especially if you think they will find it helpful. Make sure that you have subscribed so that you get access to all of the future episodes. And better still, leave a review. Podcast reviews are like gold. So I would really appreciate it if you took a couple of moments and leave a review with your thoughts and takeaways from this podcast episode. Lastly, why not come over and join my free Facebook group? Simply search Content Into Courses inside Facebook. There's some good interaction that happens on over there. I'm in and out on a regular basis to answer all of your questions and to give some live tips and tricks. And you get to learn from other course creators about all the things you can do to grow your course and your audience. That's it for this time. But as always, I will catch you next time. Mm